Welcome to the Habits and Hustle Podcast, a podcast that uncovers the rituals, unspoken habits, and mindsets of extraordinary people. A podcast powered by Habit Nest. Now here's your host, Jennifer Cohen. Hi, everybody. Today on Habits and Hustle, we have a special guest. We have Joe Gorga, who wrote the book, The Gorga Guide to Success, which talks about business, marriage, and life lessons. It's already an Amazon bestseller, and uh, he's a super, super cool dude, and I'm really happy that you're here. So thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure. Um, I don't even know where to begin. There's so much to talk to you about. We were talking so much before we even started uh, filming, taping. Um, well, what made you, let's start with the, with the basics. What made you write this guide to success? Well, you know, I think I have a lot to offer and people come up to me and say, yo, this guy made money through reality TV. Right. And that's really not the case. People don't really know who I am and where I came from and my struggles Mm -hmm. to make it where I am today. And I'm still struggling and I'm still grinding. So I wrote the book about my life to Mm -hmm. show people. This is how I did it. Absolutely. And if I can motivate just one person in life by writing this book, that was that's my goal. Yeah, like you said to me before we started, like I said, taping this, and I didn't realize that you've been you've been obviously doing the Real Housewives for nine years, you and your wife. Yep. Um, your sister is Teresa, who I'm sure people do watch the Real Housewives; they know her very well. Yep. And you, though, have been kind of really out of the spotlight. You you said that you just started doing it in social media just three months ago, and you already have like a huge following. Like it's interesting because I guess my thing is I always think that people do those shows because of all the different ancillary business opportunities uh, that come from it. And it's interesting that you were just kind of hustling before, still hustling, and just recently now doing it. What made you now decide in the last few months to start doing social media and kind of getting yourself out there? Like, what was the turning point, that, that breakthrough moment, so to speak? Well, listen, it's a, the show is a housewife show. And when I came on the show, there was a... I'm New Jersey, just for people who in, don't know. In New Jersey Housewives. It was a, my second day of filming was the christening episode. And if you don't know the christening episode, you should go back and watch it. I saw that in your book. That was, that was a big fight that happened, right? Big fight, yeah. yes. And ever since that day, which was the second day of filming... You know, um, the producers and Bravo said, this is TV gold. No kidding. Meaning me. Because I was able to show my emotions. But, you know, I was, I'm a tough guy, but, I'm, but I got a big heart and I love a lot. And I just, when I get on camera, there's no camera to me. I'm right. just myself every day. Right. And, you know, we made the show epic because of family drama. And what's what went on? Was it real? Was that all real? All real. Was that the highest rated Real Housewives of all time? Ever. And our show became epic because of it was real. Right. And we didn't we don't stage anything. They don't want any of that. They just want your real emotions and go out there and just film a a, a reality show. And that's why the show was so big. So for, you know, the first year that I was on the show, you know, Show was over. That was the first year. I was asked from producers, another set of producers. They wanted to give me my own show. They did. Yeah, they said you're a star. We want to give you your own show. And this is like nine years. Like how many? This years? was nine years. Yeah, ago. nine years eight, ago. Let's say eight years ago because wow. I, I filmed for a year. And I sat with my wife, and she was in the meeting with me, and she kind of wasn't going for it. You know, she she was like, uh, you know, why? I just think that at the time. She didn't want me to go and grow. Right. She wanted me to be with her. Right. She, I think she was afraid that if I grew, right. our marriage could be hurt, you know? So I took a step back. I said, all right, you know, my marriage wasn't that important or fame is not that important to ruin my marriage. Right. So I denied the show. Really? And... Did you want to do it though? I did. Right. Yeah, of course. You know, but you just picked I, the marriage over yeah, that opportunity. Yeah, I'm not okay. going to argue with my wife to be, to be famous. Right. So I basically gave her a platform because it, it was a housewife show. Right. But, you know, I, I stood out a lot through the housewives because my sister's a big part of the show. My wife, it's a family dynamic and I'm in the show. So, so is your sister, the T- Teresa, is she the most popular housewife of all time? Because I feel like, like people who don't watch the show or watch the, the franchise, 
people still know who she is because of all the other press she was getting from going to jail and everything yeah. else. Like, is she the most popular? Pretty much. I mean, right. people that don't watch the show, but they know who she is. Yeah. Because of all. Right. Of like, everything else. All the ancillary stuff that went, went right. on. Right. So. And so, so, the, you, so you took a step back and then what happened? Because you're still on the show. Like how many episodes? Oh. Were you still on, on most of the episodes? Or yeah, I'm like, on. No, I'm on. I filmed at a normal basis whenever, whenever they needed me, you know, to help my, fan, my, my show. Obviously, my wife and I was her husband and I filmed with my kids and. And we would film episodes with the men and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was there. But meaning I took a step back where I didn't push myself. Right. You could, have been, a, you could have been the breakout star right. that went on, Correct. but you decided not to do that. Right. I, there can't be two stars in a relationship. It's so true. It's so, so true. One of us has to take a step back, you know. Absolutely. And I did. I gave the spotlight to my wife because I didn't want it. You know, my marriage was more important. So I let her run with it. She got into a singing career. You know, uh, she did really well with that. You know, um, she, whatever she wanted to do, I supported her. I backed her up. I went, I went with her as like her little puppy dog. Whatever. So you weren't resentful at all because if she, no, there was never ever fights about like, you're now the star. I wanted to, I could have been the star or like, did her career take off the way she wanted it to take off or um, is, she, is it, how did it affect your marriage she, that if she became famous or became more successful, was there any type of resentment between the two of you or any kind of like friction because of that? Or the, the only time it did affect our marriage was, you know, listen, you take an average person right. and you make them a megastar overnight. Right. Think about that. Oh, you know, I agree. Especially I know. if you're a mom with children, now you're this. You know, you're going to red carpet events and people taking your picture. People love you everywhere you go. So And they know who you are yeah, and they want to be a part of you right. and everything else. You get, you're getting hired to do photo shoots and paid and people treat you like you're the king and queen. And your mind has to be very strong. Very. And if your mind is not there and you're weak and you let the fame take over you, you're done. And that's happened to... Listen, that's happened, to, as we know, you got mega stars, you got singers, actors. Absolutely. Uh, you know, reality, especially reality stars, they think, you know, like I said, you're taking an average person that has no talent. Right, it's no ta it's based on no talent, exactly. And you're making them famous. Uh, overall, in our household, my wife kept it solid. Because if you if you look at this, the stats, right, there's, I believe there's like 44 housewives over, over the time, or maybe right. 50. right. I think 36 or 37 have been divorced. Oh, that's ex absolutely. You know, so more, and and the most that haven't been divorced is the Jersey side, you know. Which is so which, interesting because it's the most dramatic of all and the most like intense. Right. And I feel like it's the most, maybe it's because the most authentic maybe too. Like, yeah. And, and, and what happens is, you know, you, the, the, normally the women, they just have this platform and they start going out, they start doing this. And then the husbands are left alone. And they're like, where are you going right. now? Either the husbands start getting a girlfriend. Right, right, right. Know, or, Absolutely. Or, but they're being like totally like neglected. Right. As, yeah. And, and they don't want to be around. You just get annoying because you think you're this mega star. But listen, with my wife, I dealt with a roller coaster. She right. was, you know, she's been through her ups and her downs where she got a little, you know, got caught up in the show, right. but for a, like a month span, two month span, and then she would have to come back down. I would have to bring her down. Right. Say, what are you doing? You know? But could you seem, you do seem very level headed and you seem the same, like you, you're, you don't change. It, didn't, it doesn't seem like you change when you're saying when they're, when the camera's on you or off, you seem like you're pretty solid at yourself. So mm -hmm. that's really grounding for people when they have that kind of experience. And you're right. I think the problem is like people who are not even talented become famous overnight and what do you do? You have more money, more people, more everything at your access, right? right? And access and fame can really screw up a person's brain if you're not super solid. That's right. So then, is, is, so is your wife in the grand scheme of all the housewives, is she like on the in the top tier of popularity? Because I'm not a big housewives person like you know. Is Because is like Pretty, I said, I know yeah. Teresa, I know a couple other ones randomly, but do they do they hang out together? Do the housewives like in different cities hang out together? And are they friends? Are they if they, are they competitive? Uh, no, they're not competitive. If there's an event and let's say in LA and there's other housewives there, they'll hook up with each other. Yeah, they hang yeah. out. Not it's not crazy where they really go out of the way to hang out, but they do. 
Um, my wife's pretty much she's she's popular and she's popular in, in New Jersey. She's well, probably very popular in Jersey. Yeah, yeah because uh, my sister and her are the most popular ones. They're, they're, they've been there the longest, right? So they're they're the top ones um, in the Jersey franchise. So and um, is it? I thought the Jersey like what I mean. It's also like is the Jersey franchise the most popular of the franchises? Um, I think there's well, you have Atlanta that's pretty popular. Oh, Atlanta's Atlanta, popular. Okay, in Beverly Hills. Yeah, you know, it, there's just, they're all running. They yeah. all got New York did really yeah, well. Yeah, New York did really they're well. They're up in that. It's always crazy. They're, they're, listen, they're, it's a strong franchise. A they're huge. all they're, they're still going. It, it's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, would you say that I know because you give such your the the New Jersey one anyway? They have such authentic drama. Like, is it, how is it edited? Like, do you ever look back or watch the episodes and be like, oh, they, they made this person, this so-and-so looks like this when really it's like that? Or is it pretty much like what you see is what you get? Uh, what you see is what you get. Do you get edited sometimes in a different fashion? Yes. Yes. Right. For that, you know, for that moment or whatever. But you're basically doing that. So they can edit very little, but that's who you really are. Yeah. Right. So like at, like at the core, it's just, it, is, it is the person. But like we were saying off off camera, like the problem sometimes with doing these shows, people I thought, I mean, you, you're on the show for many, many years. I thought that they can misconstrue someone's personality completely. They can make someone look like a bitch if they're not or someone nice when they're not because based on like what they're using for the show or taking people's everyday circumstances that everybody kind of goes through and then exacerbates it mm -hmm. and makes it like villainizes somebody when pretty much everyone's doing the same shit off of the camera anyway. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So like, that's what I would think would happen a lot with these, especially when there's these, this, the, the whole franchise is popular for a reason, right? Like it's because of the drama right. and the, the, the arcs of the stories that they like do so well, right? right? So that's what I would think would be. Well, that's, you know, it's reality yeah, TV. It's reality TV. And you sign up for that. Right. You know that. You're, you're signing up for that. Exactly. Don't, don't, do they give you, though, like a plot? Like, okay, in today's season, we're going to be doing this. Or no. it just kind of rolls out and whatever just, it is. What they do is when they start, okay, we're starting to film. What's going on in your life now? That's what they do. They come out. We're going to start filming next week. And they come and sit down with you. So what's going on in your life? And what if there's nothing going on? There's nothing. <laughs> what if there's like literally like nothing going on? And then they sit there on. like, well, well, there's nothing going on. Well, we got nothing going on. All right, well. Well, you got a birthday party coming up? Yeah, we got a birthday party coming up. Like, stupid shit. And then they just start... Well, that's what they have then to it just rolls. Drama. Then it just rolls because, you know, then they put a bunch of women in a room and they'll say, you said this, you said that. And, it, and, exactly. and then they, you know... You put a bunch just, of women anywhere and they'll get drama. And that's how it goes. Guaranteed. So, so okay, that's... Uh, thank you. I, I appreciate that because I'm going to probably get back to that also because I'll probably think of other questions about it just right. because yeah. I will. But so then what happened like three months ago where you're like, you know what? Okay, I'm now going to start. Did you have to have a talk with Melissa and tell Melissa that you wanted to do this? Or what made you three months ago decide to write the book and go on social media and do all these things? I just, uh, I'm at a point in my life that I've worked very hard. I mean, when I tell you, if, it, if you read the book, I, I grinded, did. I grinded. Yeah, and, we're going to get to the grind soon too. And in development, what I do is I still grind and it's very hard. And I'm 44 years old now. And have I, you I look great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, thank you look like a, a muscle machine over here. Thank but you. You're yeah. welcome. And I've, I've established enough real estate where I can relax, you know, right. work. I'm still working, but I have enough money coming in where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm chill now. And, 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 I, and I'm, I'm at this point, I'm like, it's my time. You know, right. I always worry about everyone else. I worry about my children, my wife. They all come first. You know, if I have something to... You know, I'll buy my wife jewelry before I don't buy myself anything. I'll buy them everything. And I, if there's no money left, I don't, it's, it's about them. You know, I support, that's what I do for my wow. family. That's what I noticed in the book. You're very much a family man. And yeah. About your family, your kids, your wife. Yeah. Like, well, my real estate is for my children. Like, you know, I struggle to buy the next property if I got to come up with a lot of money. Because that property, when I own that asset, it's for my children. Right. For the rest of their lives. You know? Yeah. So, I could go buy myself a new car or a sports car or something else. And I don't. Right. I just, every time I buy a piece of real estate, it's really to put money away from them. So they have, they have a foundation. So, so, so now I decided, you know, I have a lot to offer and, and, and I've been um, watching these other guys doing these real estate seminars. Right. And, and isn't that guy from the Real Housewives Beverly Hills, the agency? 
Well, he's not he's not doing seminars, but he's in real estate. He's in, he sells real estate. He's still, but I was saying like that show helped elevate his. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Did yeah. the show help you with your development? No, because no. his he was, yeah. he is an agent where he sells real estate, so people, people call right. him. Find me houses, right. and, you know, because Mauricio is going to find them a house. So you're a developer. So I'm a developer. I right. buy for myself. I'm in house. Right. I find the projects. I buy them. I build them. So nobody, it can't help me. Right. Nothing. It's all about financing it and right. owning and getting and so, finding the properties. Right. The hit is much more like people who will like see the show and be like, oh, I want to use him right. as a real estate agent. Yes. Right. Yes. So the show didn't help you at all, basically, Nothing. in that business. Nope. Okay. So. So, you know, and I, now at the, I'm at this point where I said, listen, I, if I can help somebody, right. you know, motivate them, because I, I get a lot, you know, you, you made your money through reality TV or, um, you know, I, I watch these other guys in these real estate seminars and I said, these guys are really not the real deal. Right. They're wearing suits. They're sitting behind a desk. Right. They're just reading off a book and they're trying to teach people. And they're selling these programs. I said, I'm, I'm the real deal. Right. I'm really the guy that takes these properties, builds them from the ground up. And I know how to find them. I know how to do anything. I said, I'm going to teach people the right way. Good. So let's get to that. So okay. then let's start with the grind. So tell me how you st you've been doing this way before, like all this stuff we just mentioned. How did you begin? What were your, like, what was your kind of evolution, let's say? And then let's get to like how people can get kind of be, be like you. Let's get to that after. Well, how did I begin in real estate? In real estate. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, you know, um, I was running a landscaping business. Okay. Okay. That, and that we, you know, we were poor people. We, we were like a little lower than middle class. My father was a shoemaker. Oh, wow. He was an immigrant from Italy. Okay. So we didn't have much money. And I opened up a landscaping company at the age of 19. And I bought all this equipment and this beat up truck, like this 1972 truck. And the truck was like 1500 bucks. Oh. But with all the equipment and the land, it was $15,000. So I went to my sister's. And I was 19, she was 21, and she just got her credit. She just got credit, so she got right. three credit cards, $5,000 each. And I went to her and I, I was always thinking, I was always a way to figure out a way to get the money. So right? you were always that person, though, always, right? You yes. always had that like hustle inside Always hustle. Yeah. Always had that hustle, I had to figure something out. How do I get the money for this? But I just never quit. That's right. I just- You were relentless. There was, there was, no didn't mean no to me, it mean yes. Right. You know? <laughs> So, oh, I know that feeling. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I asked her to borrow 15, uh, take her credit cards. I want to do a cash advance on her cards. Okay. And, I, and she, she allowed me to. She's the one that really started me up. And I took $15,000 and I started this landscaping business. And through the landscaping business, you work very hard. And, and, you know, it snows, you can't work. If it rains, you can't work. You know, when it's cold, you really can't work. So, and I'm really grinding. When I'm telling you I'm grinding, my truck broke down. I didn't have a truck. I didn't have money to buy a truck. I drove a lawnmower, you know, 10 miles wow. to go to cut my first lawn. And I would leave four o'clock in the morning, get to that job center at four o'clock to cut the first lawn. You know, right, it, right, it, right. It, the, the struggles that I did to be where I am today, and that's, that's what it says in a book. Um, I had to work hard. People, yeah. people, that's what I wanted to show people that it didn't come easy, right. but I never quit. I just kept on going. So from, from, would you say, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but would you say for someone like you obviously have like a, uh, inner hustle, like we're talking about and a perseverance and tenacity, right? How does someone who, how do they, how does someone start when they don't have a sister, let's say, for example, who can lend them the money? Like, how did do, do you feel, or do you think that someone can learn how to be tenacious or learn how to be more of a hustler when they're not naturally like that? They have to have a drive and they just have to put, make a goal. See, here's the problem with everybody. If they say, okay, well, I want to start real estate, but I have no money and I don't know how right. and I can't. That's, you're already saying you can't, right. you don't, and I don't. If you find the right deal, there is money everywhere. That's this is idea. America, the land of opportunity. If you bring a deal, if, I, if, if you're just an average person right. and you find this, property that's a good deal right and you put it together but you have no money but you you go to banks or you go to people like me investors and say listen joe here i have this you but you have to hustle right. hey joe gorga how you doing listen i got this piece of property here i did all the numbers we can make five hundred thousand dollars but i have no money right you want to do it with me sure all right i'll do it 60 percent 40 percent right you found the deal i'll take 60 i'll fund it i'll do it there's always a way yeah you just gotta hustle 
Right. You just can't in your mind say, I can't, I won't, I don't have the money. You can't do that. Right. You don't find the money. The money's out there. Like if you, you have a great product, right? right. If you invented something, right. you invented the microphone and you have no money, but you go to people. Right. There's always an investor that has the money. Right, so when there's a will, there's a way basically, Correct. right? That's but right. someone has to have the work ethic basically to go do the, I guess kind of like the grunt work or the groundwork to kind of, if they don't have money basically, or they don't have a sister or whatever, at least do the do the baseline groundwork because you're saying there will always be money to be found. There's always another, there's a way, there's, if the door is closed, there's always a window that can be open. That's right. Right. Yes. And everybody has the work ethic. They just need to be pushed. Right. And that's what this book's about. Pushing. I'm trying to push you. Everybody has... You have two arms, you got legs, you got, right, right, you're right, healthy, right. you can go, right? So how do you push people? Tell me how you push people. Give me I some like tactical things that people, how you can push people. Just go and do it. Just go and do it. You know what, you know what the first chapter says? What's the first I, chapter? I, hold on a second, I read this yesterday. Um, What's the first chapter? I, I, oh, I know, you gotta have balls. You gotta have balls. Yes, I remember that, right. You gotta have balls, you gotta take risks in life. Right. And you can't be afraid. Right. Fear and, is always a fear always holds people back listen, though. And you're never gonna get anywhere. Right. Because if I didn't take my leaps in real estate, I wouldn't own all that stuff. Because my first property that I bought, I couldn't afford it. Right. I didn't Most have enough. Can't, I by can't, the way. Right. But I took the risk. I borrowed against money. I did opened up credit cards. I took my time to I get I borrowed off credit cards. That's how I started buying right. real estate. I, I, you know, opened up credit cards. I got my credit right. And I just put cash advance off credit cards, pull out a hundred thousand, put it down on a piece of property. Now, now, if I went wrong, I owed all that credit cards. I could have went bankrupt. Right. right. Easily. But I just, in my mind, I said, it's going to work. Right. So you, you're committed to the project basically. Right. And, and also just kind of eliminated fear from your vocabulary. Right. And then how much, how much real estate do you actually own? Do you want to tell me? I own a lot of real estate. A lot of real estate. Okay. Are we talking buildings, apartments? Apartment buildings. Apartment buildings? Yes, that's what I do. Okay, so all- I build them, I buy them, I find them. I I specialize in old mill buildings. Right, I saw Factories. the first one you did was the, that way. Right? Yes, that's that what way. I specialize in. Right. I find those and high ceilings, I take them and I, reno and I renovate them and then I, I build them and then I own them and I manage them. Right. You also manage them? Yes. So you don't have yes. like property manager? No, we manage ourselves. Wow. Are they only in New Jersey or do you have things all over the U.S.? No, or? only Jersey. Only Jersey. Jersey, yep. Okay. How many apartment buildings do you own? How many 13, units? 13. 13 uh, apartment buildings. buildings? Yes. So how many units is that altogether? That's... More than a thousand units? A little or less. Okay. So that's a lot of units. Yeah, like, you're making a lot of rent then. Yeah. You're doing well. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I could do more. I just don't. I cherry pick. I take the right ones. Right. You know, and I- We're well, also at a position where you probably can. It wasn't ever always like that, was no, it? No, no, I always, always chose. I didn't get greedy, because I can buy more, right. but you're just making less money. I find the right ones, I cherry pick. Right. To where I make the right cap rate. So then do you, in like, so in the book, basically, when we're talking about this, how, Okay, so you're saying that your story, but it's very, it's because you had nothing, it's very inspirational, right? Like you're telling people, you don't need to have a million dollars, you don't need to come from a rich family, you can be poor and you can do this if you eliminate fear, have balls and like, just kind of like go for it, right? right. What other practical information can you give a, a person listening or watching or whatever, how they, how they can kind of be more successful or like take level up their career or their personal life? Because like part of this book also is your personal life. Well, listen, personal life, you just kind of stay, I, I was talking about the housewives, right? And I was, I was talking about how, you know, they think people, when they become, they get a little power, mm -hmm. they forget where mm -hmm. they came from. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing, you stay humble and you stay true to people and you make relationships because the relationships that you make and keep, they're friends. Those friends will help you for the rest of your life. Right. Because I went through a bad time in real estate in here, you know, when the, I can't control it. You know, I had a lot of properties. I was flipping a lot of houses. And back in 2007. Oh, wow. The that real estate crash, market yes, of crashed. course. Okay. Yeah. I had 30 something homes on the market. You know, I was almost out of money. But because I had relationships right. with friends and I didn't screw people,
You know, I would call a buddy, hey buddy, can I borrow this machine for a week? I need to, yes, can I borrow this? Can 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 I borrow 50,000, I'll pay you back. And, and I had relationships. Right. So you gotta be careful because when you're climbing up the ladder, being right. successful and you walk all over everybody, when you come down, come back down that ladder, you're gonna meet those same people again. Oh, I agree with you 100%. I always tell people, I think, to be successful in any in business in life and anything, it's all about having good relationships and having and like and having integrity and help and helping other people because I think at the end of the day it always comes back to you, and you know it's like you it's you can't be short sighted. People think oh this is something and then they they screw over somebody and then it usually backfires later on because right. it does come back. More from our guest, but first a quick word from our sponsor. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food because HelloFresh has you covered. From step-by-step -step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in about 30 minutes. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you know you'll get something delicious. And for no extra charge, you can change your delivery days, your food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need. Also, I should tell you that not only is it delicious for you, but it's delicious for your entire family. My kids absolutely love the pasta primavera. My husband loves the Mediterranean veggies, and I love anything meat or chicken related. So it's really great for anybody. You also can get $80 off your first month of HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash Hustle80 and enter Hustle80. That's HelloFresh.com slash Hustle80, and then enter Hustle80. Try it. It's delicious. How do you stay humble when you have so much success around you, when you have, like you said, the fame? Like, is there something you do? Like, what's your, do you have any kind of practice that you do to kind of like center you and ground you or what's your- I just go to work. You just go to work. I just okay. put the dirty work boots on again. I keep myself humble. Yeah, but because how do you, you know do it? What? It's hard. It's hard when when you're. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just uh, I just don't let nothing get to me. If I got a, if I if you cut me a check today for twenty million dollars, take that check. I put it right in the bank, and I'll just buy some real estate. You wouldn't even know I had it because you. But because you have like you you have like a you seem very mentally tough and strong. Like we were talking about it earlier. You, you have that. Like, I think it's kind of part of this innate and natural. I mean, how does someone get that if they don't have it? I think, well, you know what? I don't know. I can't, that or, I or don't know, be, but. It could be as easy as, you know what? Some people have it, some people don't. It's just like the luck of the draw, right? Like everyone just, has traits that they're good at or. You know, I, I just, it, it came so hard for me, you know? Yeah. I worked so hard and I struggled so hard. I call it blood money. Yeah, I really yeah. physically went and, and earned every dollar, and and um, I just feel like I just love people too. I just love life. Yeah, by loving life and 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 being good and being humble. And I say, and, and I always believe in God. There's always a door. Every door that closes, He opens two more for me. Wow. And there's you know, and and I yeah. believe in karma. Yeah. You know, exactly. karma's a bitch. Let me tell you something. So. Uh, I think if you're rude to people, it's going to come back to you. So it's all in my head. I just keep, I try to keep it real and just. Do you have anything you do daily? Like, do you have a ritual, a daily ritual? Like, what's your morning routine? When you wake up, what time? Give me like a breakdown, like that, a day in the life of you, of Joe Gorga. Finally, I said the name correctly. Okay. You want to know? Okay. Yes, I want to know. This The show so, is called Habits and Hustle. I want to know all your habits all right. from A to Z. So I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. Every morning? Every morning and okay. I'm gone. And- you know, Where do you like go, I, to an office? I develop buildings, here's what I do. Okay. I jump in a pickup truck okay. and I have a list because as I'm building buildings and homes, the subcontractors, who needs a machine? Because I'm the, I'm the, the GC right. builder, mm -hmm. I have to supply the material. Right. That's how it goes. So I get calls at the end of the day. We need 300 two by fours at this site, sheetrock at this site. We need a bobcat at that site. We need stone at that site. So, you know, wow, I'm delegating yeah. deliveries and everything. But if if I, they tell me late in the day, five o'clock I'm up, I drive to a site, I pick up a machine with a trailer. I go drop it off. I lay out the machine, it's ready. 
shovels and wheelbarrows, whatever they need. I go to the next site. I go to uh, pick up the two by fours, load them up by myself, go to the next site, drop them off. And I go to the local hardware store. So you're working at 5 a.m. at 6.30, yes, yes. So you wake up and just go, you dive right in. And I keep everybody, get everybody the material before they get there some, and, and to keep them going. And throughout the day, then I'm meeting inspectors on other sites, you know, walking through the work we did. You know, I have constantly, my entire day, there is not a break in my day. I fill it up all day. And that's how I do it. Wow. Keep myself, I don't even, I don't sit down and eat lunch. If I have a business meeting, I go in my car, I change my clothes, I put some nicer clothes. Sounds like me. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. and I walk into the business meeting, I do my business meeting, walk back out, because I'm on development sites. Right. So, and even now, the, the, you know, when I was filming the housewives, yeah. running home, they were always waiting for me, change real quick, do the scene, jump back out and go back to work. Wow. So everybody thought, like, this guy is, is on a reality show. He made his money from that, you know, and I really didn't. And how about the nights where I would have to go to red carpet events in New York City, right? So I'm I'm grinding all day, grinding, picking up lumber, throwing concrete out, and then showing up to these red carpet events, and and they're snapping pictures of you, fifty cameras, Joe, Joe over here, and people they they, they then they grab you and they bring you on in, security brings you on to the back door, and here you are at this event where people are there for you, yeah, yeah, and you're exactly. signing autographs, you're taking pictures with that. What would that do to your head to someone, a weak person minded, make you feel like? Yeah, it gives you a, 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 a sense of com a confidence that's it's a, an inflated, fake sense of, 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 a, of uh, accomplishment and confidence, I would imagine. Well, what it did to me, I just did it as work. Yeah. I went back home, got home at two o'clock in the morning from that event, let's say, from New York City, five o'clock in the morning, I'm out the door again, grinding again. So you just work, okay, so it sounds to me like, your habits are really just 24, like working constantly. Do you do, obviously like you have to do other things. You work, look at you. You look like you're like, you're like one I work, muscle. I work out, I work, um, I, I've, I've looked like this. Your whole life? Since 12 years old. Are you serious? I was so a natural. fanatic, no, into, I was into, you know, muscle has memory, right? Yeah, sure does. And if you keep yourself busy, like I do, like, right. as I'm running all day, running, 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 I'm kind of doing cardio. Yeah. Right. Well, you're also not sitting still. I'm I mean, not, you're, not, you're not just like sitting there. You're moving all day. So you're burning calories constantly. But in between my crazy day, I'll stop and do a 30 minute workout. So, oh, yeah, right. Can we talk? So you do, you, what do you mean? Just 30 minutes? You only do 30 only minutes? Only 30 minutes. How often? 25 minutes, sometimes twice a, day, twice a week, sometimes four days a week. It all depends. Not more than four days a week. So it, why not? Just because of the time? I just don't have time. So, but you're consistently working out though. Like we, like you do, you at least do some workouts during the week. Some, some weeks I'll just work out once. So what's your, okay. So I'm trying to get to your habits, your rituals. Sounds to me, you wake up at five and you go like guns blazing into work, right? Do you eat breakfast before you go? Do I don't you eat breakfast. Ever? Okay. I eat, well, I'll eat, you know, on the run. You forget I, lunch. I just, sometimes I don't even eat. I just drink three cups of coffee a day and I'll have a dinner at night, you know, when I'm, calm and relaxed and I get home and it's over and I'll have some dinner. You know what I love about this? I love the fact that number one, it's so, um, it's the antithesis of most people who come over here, come, come on this podcast because most people say to me, yes, I have a, this is what I eat exactly every day. And I meditate for 76 seconds. And then I do this for two, two you know, 2.4 minutes. And then like, but you are just like, nope, I don't do any of that stuff. I basically start working. I may or may not have lunch. I may or may not exercise. So that's not really like what, those things are just kind of like, kind of there in your life, but it's not really, you don't really have any particular ritual. It's just, you go, go, go constantly. I just go, I just go. Do you have to do you sleep or not? Oh yeah, I sleep, but I, you know, I, like I said, I can sleep three hours and then just go and go a full day. A hard day. When I tell you a hard day. Yeah. Well, you're moving hard. shit all day. It sounds like you're yeah. moving concrete and lumber. It's and like then, and then you know I'm building these five story buildings and I'm running up the stairs because I got to meet an inspector on the fifth floor and he's waiting for me and I was late and I'm running. Then I'm doing an inspector. I'm running back down and uh, I'm just moving. Drive to the next location. Get out. I'm always running a half hour late and I'm running. How are you? Nice to see. You. I'm sorry I'm late. Let's go. Let's do it. You know, it's it's, it's constant. Constant. So I got tired of it. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I'm getting tired of it. Okay, good. Be honest yeah. with me. I want that's you to why you, I, That's why you want to go into probably doing seminars, you said? I'm doing seminars now. I did my first one March 23rd. It was a great success. We had uh, close to a thousand people that showed up. Yeah, talk about that. So, what do you? Where do you do them? Everywhere? Or? Well, this one it was this in one? Jersey. It was in it, it was at the Westin Hotel in Jersey City, right by the water, um, and it was great. Man, I had I had panelists there talking about you know how to find properties, how to fund them, how to fix them. So all real estate based, though, not just about being a, an entrepreneur. It's really about just real estate. No, a little bit okay. of entrepreneur. Oh, entrepreneur. Okay. I talked about you know life lessons about real. Uh, I had my wife there. Okay. I brought her. On, I brought. Up, on a panel, we spoke about life, just right. a couple. And because you, you can be a billionaire, but if you don't know how to treat a woman as a man, you're nothing. And there's a lot of men out there that don't know how to treat women or don't know how to be a father. Right. You know, they suck as being a father. Right. You know, so, and it's, this is not just about real estate. I'm there to show you and talk to you about being a, a, man, good person, or a good person, a man and whatever in life. Yeah, I know. I saw that in the book. You're very much, like I said, like what I, what I said was that I found this very book is it was kind of a third, uh, six, like entrepreneurial, a third marriage, a third family. Like it was very balanced. It's not just, you're not, it seems like you are balanced, even though you work a lot. It seems like everything in your life, the through line is, you know, to be humble and to put like a hundred percent into everything that you do really. Yes. Right. Yes. So, uh, how many, how are you going to do these sem like what's your game plan for these seminars my game plan is just to keep on doing them uh you know how I often travel I, I, you know i want to go boston chicago uh illinois everywhere everywhere i want to i want to do them everywhere london we're talking to london wow uk um when do you start like tell me do you have any, do you have a breakdown of like what happens in the seminar do you have another one planned yet or you just uh, did the one we're um next one is uh june 22nd atlantic city oh, new okay. jersey um that's going to be the next one and, you know, it's just a work in progress. I guess just got to start getting them set right. up. I got a team that's working to. Oh, you know, okay. So, yeah, it's going to be good. That, that, and let me tell you, this last seminar, I felt amazing. Yeah. I was up there and I didn't believe I was that good at speaking. And I just went up there and I didn't write down anything. You know how right. people write down notes. Absolutely. You just spoke from the heart. I went from the heart and I did it and people you know they loved, loved it. it they they went crazy and and they wanted to walk on water when they were done i mean they were just so motivated and that's what i loved right i had a couple there a lot of people husband and wives that came and said you know the wife was there and the husband said listen i've been wanting to buy real estate for the past 20 years i've been i'm a contractor and i work very hard and my wife's holding me back mm -hmm. you know i said well no because if you bought one or two homes Let's just say two family homes mm -hmm. in Jersey. That's how they are, or a duplex in right, LA. Right. That can change your life, right? Absolutely. Just, I was bringing in that income every month, and and just say you get sick and you can't right. go to work, especially as a contractor. It's all about you. You right. have to work, right? Or, uh, whoever's hands on that money coming in changes your life because you got that money coming in all the time. Like, see this building. That we're in now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This building will outlive me and you. Absolutely. It's and an asset that lives on forever. That's real right. estate, by the way, I mean, I, real estate is the best place to put your money, of course, because yes. it's, you know, it's, it will it will always live on forever. Yes. Uh, so then these seminars are something that you really want to kind of focus on, basically. You want, are you going to still do the show or what are you yeah, going to do? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing the show. Oh, we're you're filming still, now. How many more, epi like, how, not episode, how many more seasons are you locked in for or does it... We are. We don't know. We're, we're locked in. We signed contracts for like seven years. What year are you in? Oh, we're just every year we sign. We're signing for more seasons. Oh, so how many? They lock you in. That's what they did. I know, but you have like. So are you just going to keep on going? Like, like yeah, just we're going to keep on perpetuity until, or we're going to keep on going to the show ends. Right. Yeah. What's the, what is the response? What's the time responsibility that you need to do? Like, do you have to be filming for three months, six months? Like, what's the break? Four months. Four, four months. months, and you have to be available. Like, do they say? Four months every day for three hours. Like what's no, the schedule? No, no, they give you a schedule. You know, when we first started, it was almost seven days a week, every day. Oh yeah, it was there, and, and it was six months. They were in your house for six months. And oh my god! And as can you tell them, I don't want you to be there from six to eight a.m. Or they don't. Is, is there just basically whatever? Um, it's a free for all. They give you a schedule, and they really got it. Sometimes you, yeah. Now, now as as. We're veterans, yes. Yeah. We can kind of, we can't do it this day, you know. Right, right, right. Now it's like, it's basically not as 
some weeks you're, you're filming, let's say five days a week. Some weeks you're filming two days a week. Some weeks you're filming three days. Every week is different. Right. So, but then you have to base your real estate schedule, your seminars, that. everything around the show. Yes. So I was just saying, is there a point where you're going to like, is there a point, I guess it's not in the, in the near future where you're going to say, I'm done with this. I'm over it. I'm just not going to do the show anymore. Or are you going to play it out as long as possible? I'm going to play it out as long as possible. Cause you know, my wife loves it. Right. I, you know, what am I going to say? You know, I'm not going to do it. If I, if I don't do it, <laughs> ruins her platform. Yeah, I she, guess. Well, no, I mean, is there any husbands on the show that just refuse to be involved? Oh, yeah, there's so some. But you're just not that guy. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. So you'll let, let her just kind of have her fun, basically, and right. just kind of continue with it as long yes. as you can possibly can. Yes. And so, okay, so you're saying that the schedule is kind of like for four months, and then what happens off season then? Are you able to do whatever the hell you want? Oh yeah, you do, okay. yep. Off season, you're just doing your normal business and you're doing a lot more events. Right. Right, because you're not filming, so. Uh, do you do speaking events a lot, or do, because people hire you for different parties or for different yes. events to? Yes. They do, right? Yep. Can't you make a lot of money just doing that kind of sure stuff? Sure you can. Right? Yeah, it's all appearances and you get paid. And You're getting paid a lot of money for those yes. things, right? Yeah. How about anything, um, not, I guess not like appearances, but like what other what other kind of opportunities came your way from the show that you just had to turn down? They were like, what's the craziest opportunity that came your way? The craziest opportunity? Um, I don't know. Uh I don't uh, I think there was a sex line that came and I wanted to do it. Melissa, <laughs> she, she said, uh, absolutely not. And, you know, I'm like, why not? Right, you right, know? right. Well, we have children and then uh, and so, well, whatever. So right. I, I would have done it in a heartbeat. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but you haven't done it. It's like you said, you didn't really do much for, you didn't really like take advantage, so to speak of the platform. You no, said you kind I'm of like step back. But now, okay. So I guess my, my real question is now that you have the book and now you're on social media, are you now ready to kind of like take advantage of other opportunities beyond just the seminar and like teaching people how to be a better business person and entrepreneur? Yeah, now I'm ready. Like now you're ready, right? Yeah, I'm ready even for another show, maybe a real estate show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, so are you like, so you are kind of pursuing those things yeah. maybe or mm -hmm. like, yeah? yeah. Okay, I think you should do a fitness thing because you're so buff. I mean, I feel like that yeah. could be a really good market for you. You think for, so? I do, like, yeah. I think you're like a great example. And also, you know, number one, you look the part. Number two, you look the part. I mean, I would think it'd be a great thing for you. Okay. Not like, you know. I'll try it out. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. you should. Um, what else can I ask you? Is there anything else personally that you want to talk about? Um, let me see. Well, we talked about a little bit of housewives, everything. The oh, book. Teresa, I have a question. Oh, for Teresa, yeah, you, yeah, everybody got to ask about uh, I have to ask. Okay, so where's your relationship with her now? We're, we're, we're doing, uh, we're actually great. You know, okay. We really are. We're back to normal where, you know, she calls me every day. We're like, really? brother, yes, yes. We're, you know, when I got on the show, it was really rough. And, yeah. And uh, we went through a period of time. I tell you, the one, the one good thing about this TV show, it brought us together because it really? made me be with her when I didn't want to be with her. Right. You know when you just fight and you're just like, I'm not going to yeah, see you. Yeah, of course. You go your other way. But now you film and they make you sit down and talk. So you had to show up. So we would have our talks. Because we, of the show. Because of the show. Wow. Yeah, yeah so we would have, you know, that yeah. So, so we, over we, the years, got us back together. Well, how's her life now? Isn't her husband in jail? He's in, he's in, he's out of jail. Oh, he's out of jail. When did he get out of jail? He, no, hold on. He's out of jail, but he's uh -oh. in ICE. What do you mean? He's in immigration jail. Oh, so what's ha so what happened? They pulled him out. He got out. He was released from jail, but then ICE pulled him. So now he's got to go through. Um, uh, he's not in. He's not a. He's not a citizen. Yeah. No, I, re oh, I remember know. reading that too. So. so what happens is now they're appealing the case. So he, while they're appealing, he's sitting in ICE jail, which is terrible. It's like really bad, and he's. Where is it? Where is ICE jail? It's Where in Pennsylvania. Somewhere. So he's just sitting there. Yeah, and behind cell in the bars, bars and cells. Yeah. So how long can this go on for? Could go on for a year, another year. So he just did three years, and now he's going to sit there while the appeal goes on. It could take another year. The guy's going losing his mind. I don't. I'm, I can't imagine. So. Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't even want to do a day. I can't. So what happens with his? With Teresa and him, are they going to stay together? Are they talking all the time? Is she raising the kids by herself? What, what they said was if he gets deported, 
she's gonna get she's gonna get a divorce. Right. She's not moving to Italy. Well, no. And she's not taking the kids to Italy. She's not doing that. So, so if that's 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 where we stand now. So her emotions are up all over the place. She's up. She's down. She doesn't know. You know, you can't imagine as what she's going through. You know, and her four daughters. How often do they get to see their dad? They don't see him much. Maybe once every month, once every couple of weeks. They all got, they got school, they got activities. Absolutely. You know, it's hard. Exactly. And it's far. It's, it's not far. like it's down the street. Right. It's like a three-hour drive. Wow. Yeah. That is so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, and so do you see, when, is, when the show's, it's so funny, like, I feel like with your, with that particular franchise too, it's all family. No other, no other franchise, no other city has a fa- everyone family. family. Right. It's basically your entire family is the show. Yeah, it, it, it was. It, that's why our show was epic. I tell I, you, I'm it's, telling it's, you, it's people amazing. loved it because every family is fucked up. Every family, that's, that's it. They're all fucked up. And like the reality is, like no other show, like Beverly Hills, Atlanta, whatever, New York, they're all just like randoms who are put together and trying to like be forced to be friends. Right. Here, it's like you guys are all like family who are like all have their own dynamics already built in, yeah. and then you have a camera on you, and you have a bunch of like you know, a lot of different like producers around and it's like, like yeah. it's, it's like easy to have a lot of drama too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I love it. Well, you know, I, I want, I want to talk about one other thing. Okay, please. And I like to talk about relationships Go ahead. And, and couples and boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives. And, you know, everybody today is getting divorced. Right. And you know, the rate of divorce now is I think around 70%. That's fucking insane. Isn't that crazy? And you know what the problem is? I'm going to tell you what the problem is. If you, if you go to work or you do your hair and you're going to put 30% into your hair, not 100%, how's it going to look? It'll look 30% better, maybe. Worse, worse right? <laughs> or, 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 that, right? Or whatever, yeah. If you put 100% into yourself, you're going to look 100%. Right? Absolutely right. So that's what's happening with everybody. They're just putting in you know, 30%, 40% into their relationships. They get married and they're like, well, you know, I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like that. Right. And no one's putting in 100% anymore. Yeah. And, and what's happening is... You write about that in your book, actually, that it's like the p- things that you like focus on, you do better at, right? And when people that get married and they have kids and everything else, they tend to just like forget about putting effort into it. That's right. And then that's... And then people are surprised why it fails and why it doesn't work. Right. Right? It's true. People do take... Things that they have for granted. It's, it's human nature, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess a good question or a, a, something that you can maybe help people with is because you don't do that, how do you not take advantage of that? Like, how do you not like take for granted? Melissa, your kids, like, is it you said because of the humility that you kind of practice every day? Or is it just, again, who you are as a person? Who am I as a person? No, it's, not who you are. I know oh, who you are as a person. I'm sorry. How do you help people? How does somebody do that like i think it's like it's human nature i think it's human nature when people it's just too too much temptation today the problem that's right you know and it's especially when you have fame around you and social media and 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 even if you don't have that you're just an average joe right and but you got social media and everybody's hitting you you post a picture and they're hitting you up on dms absolutely you're married you're (laughs) married all right and and it's just different today absolutely and and it just, everybody's getting sucked into that. Where if you just do, you know, you want to go get laid, bang your girl, bang your wife, bang your fucking husband. Put that <laughs> in the journal. <laughs> I mean, bang the shit out of each other. They're like rabbits. You'll be fine. Well, I, I'm going to put that in the journal. So I didn't say at the beginning of this podcast, what we're doing with Joe and we're going to be doing with other people in the, in the future is all the information and content that you're telling us on this podcast is going to be put into a like a PDF journal where people then can like utilize that information and then basically do like take those takeaways and then implement it into their lives or have like a, a place where they can like kind of go to and see what you said. I'm going to put that in there. Just bang your girlfriend that's and bang it. your wife. <laughs> that would be point number one. Number two would be like have balls. And that's basically right. point number two. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Joe? I think I'm good. You think you're good? Yeah, you're good. I'm good. All I'm right. good. Can you come back next time you're in town? Maybe you have right. a second book out or like maybe I'll have a podcast. I got or... another book coming. You do? Yeah. Fifty Shades of Gorga. Really? Yeah. That's a great yeah, title. I'm doing it. Yeah. What's that going to be about? Fifty Shades of Gorga. Okay. So is it going to be like a sex book? Sex. Yes. All, All sex. sex. All sex. Wow. Okay. Yes. So you'll for sure come back for that one, right? Yes. Yep. Oh I'll my gosh. Up, definitely. 
I'm excited about um, that. Well, thank you so, so much for coming. Tell people if, I mean, you have a huge following, but for people who don't know, where will they find you? Uh, I'm on uh, Joey Gorga on Twitter and Joe Gorga on Instagram or vice versa. See, what I love about this guy. One what I seriously love about you, and I'm t just like a little side note again, is that I, why I think you are successful on the show and why I think you are successful with the seminar and why I think this is your book is successful is because you really are genuine and authentic. And I think people like feel that and they gravitate to that. There's no like, there's no bullshit. There's no aura about you mm -hmm. at all. That's like a persona. Like it is seriously what you see is what you get. Thank you. And I, you're welcome. And I think I'm going to add one point to this journal, like your journal. Um, or in life is that I really believe that when people are authentic and, and real and they don't try to be something they're not, things happen, these things happen for them and, and things come to them. It's when people try to fake something or be something they're not where it really, like, I think the life lesson here is be you and be the best version of you. And uh, that's it. So thank you very much. Um, sorry, you're trying to take a sip. You're welcome. Thank you're you. welcome. It was great. Let me tell you something. You're awesome. Thank you. And I love your drink. Oh, thank you. What, what drink is that? I don't even know, but it's good. What is it? It's called Celsius. Celsius. I yeah. love it. You do? I good. love it. I, I had two of them before. I'm going to take this home. Oh, good. Celsius. Can I have a case of it? Absolutely. I'm going to get Celsius to actually send you a case. Okay, so remember that, Jennifer, make a mental note. Rifka, would you make a mental note to tell Celsius to send Joe Gorga and your wife? Okay, so two cases it. if you know. Two cases. How about three cases? All right, I'll take three. Okay, three. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you to Celsius. Um, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. Habits and hustle, time to get it rolling. Stay up on the grind, don't stop, keep it going. Habits and hustle, from nothing into something. All out, hosted by Jennifer Cohen. Visionaries, tune in, you can get to know them. Be inspired, this is your moment. Excuses, we ain't having that. The Habits and Hustle Podcast, powered by Habit Nest. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.